Young, young, young Thomas. Michael! How are you feeling today, my friend? I feel good, but you know what? I woke up this morning and I got the distinct smell of skunk wafting through my home. Are you sure it wasn't uh, something you ate? No, it definitely was not me. And at first I thought, you see, I buy this specialty coffee. Right. From this high-end grocery market. Right. And it is so wonderful, but it gets a little skunky smelling after a few days. It's whole bean coffee that they roast fresh. It's so delicious, but it starts to smell like skunk if you kind of keep it in the bag and you don't, you know, do something with it. Does that make sense? No. I've never heard of coffee smelling like skunk. Well, it's delicious. It's wonderful. You've heard of that coffee they make out of the monkey poop? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of along that same principle, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, this is weird. Why is the smell of that coffee coming all the way up to my bedroom upstairs? That's some strong-ass coffee. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? I go downstairs. I'm talking like the basement. Yeah. And a real strong smell of skunk. Don't tell me the skunk's having the coffee. (laughs) No, but there might be a skunk in my home. I don't know, but it's a real strong smell. They're not little creatures. You would know if there's a skunk in your house. Well, you know what I'm thinking? What? God forbid. You know, what if they came through, like, you know, just to find shelter or warmth or whatever, because they are out right now looking for food. Well, this is what I'm thinking. You know, the pipe that lets out the ventilation for the furnace? Yeah. What if it crawled in there? Mm. I don't know if I have a skunk or not, but I definitely have the smell of skunk in my basement. We have a finished basement and yeah, it's very, very strong. Well, here's what you do. You get a big gallon of tomato juice and throw it all over the basement. (laughs) that'll get rid of the smell that'll get rid of you might have stained basement but hey no more skunk creates a whole new problem yeah yeah what do you do about that smell seriously i guess you call it exterminator but i would give it a day and at nighttime go down there with one of your little flashlights and see if the skunk comes out at night and you can get one of those uh you know nets and put it over them and throw them outside now you'll stink for a while but at least you won't have a skunk in your house i'm thinking about that cartoon character with the shotgun who was that peppy Le Pew? no no the the one that had the shotgun that was always looking for the varmint who was that the wily coyote no he was the varmint oh roadrunner no the pig with the shotgun oh elmer fudd elmer fudd thank you (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be me. I'm not quite as uh, fat as Elmer, but right. I'll be going around my basement with a shotgun. The next time we meet, you'll have to give everybody an update on the, the skunk mystery of Thomas Kent. So is that all we're talking about today? Are we done? No. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now, there's this Girl Scout. Now, she's going to get a lot of kudos today because Girl Scouts are out there selling their wares right now. And she came up with a great marketing plan. One of the most popular Girl Scout cookies is called Samoa's. And what she did is she created a design of a Samoa box and made it into Momoa. He's the guy, the shirtless photo of Aquaman. You know that guy? No, the, I didn't see that movie. Well, he's this big actor. I think his name is something Momoa. It rhymes with Samoa. I don't know it either, but it's the big, he's all the rage now. He's about six foot five. He looks like he's from Samoa. Also, he's got all this curly black hair. He's huge. He looks like he alignment or something anyway she created this design this cookie after him and it's selling like clockwork now this is brilliant marketing 
but not quite as brilliant as the girl who set up a cookie booth a few years ago outside a marijuana dispensary. <laughs> You've, have you heard of Munchies, my friend? Yeah, I got it. There you go. You know what conversation you always hear when Girl Scout season comes around? This is what the typical American says after buying thing. I'll just eat a couple of thin mints and the box is gone. Correcto Monday. Right? Right. It's like a Lay's potato chip. You just can't eat one, right? Yeah. And do you know these little brats, these little Girl Scouts get a badge for clogging arteries? Little brats? Well, they clog our arteries. They get a badge for that. No. Yes, they do. No. Yes. They're doing know? a good thing. You're the first person I've ever heard call a Girl Scout a little brat. Oh, they come up and they say, would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies or are you just a male chauvinist pig? That's hard sell right there. <laughs> right? So what do you do? You pull out your wallet. Right. So it works, right? That's brilliant marketing, my friend. Well, if the Jehovah's Witnesses were smart, they'd bring a Girl Scout to the door, right? They'd leave people to talk a little bit longer, right? Oh, I talked to them a very long time. I love Jehovah's Witnesses because I witness to them. It's a great thing. Isn't it weird how you never see a Girl Scout eating a Girl Scout cookie? They say never get high on your own supply, right? Never get high on your own supply. You are such a druggie. Oh, man. You got me talking about it when you're talking about skunk coffee, because everybody knows if they smoke a little herb, there's something called skunk weed. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, baby. What is skunk weed? Skunk weed is a type of marijuana. Yeah, I wouldn't know about that. Well... Get into the 21st century, my friend. Come on, tune in, turn out, and tune out, right? Maybe that would kill the smell of the skunk in there, my basement. Or, or skunk weed. <laughs> you, or, or you wouldn't care. Correct. Hey, man, it smells like a skunk. Hey, hey man. dude, what is that smell? Oh, it's the hooch. It's, it's the huh. skunk hooch. <laughs> Tom and Mike. You have a couple young daughters. Now, I'm going to ask you this question. I think you'll probably have a good answer. What do you think, not talking about the top of the line, whatever, what do you think the average wedding cost today in America? I'm going to go with $50,000. That's a little high, my friend. No, the average wedding cost today in America is 33931 Okay. That's the average. Yeah, that's the average. Okay. And, and what do you think is the top pie price thing on the ticket when you get married? What do you think most of the money goes to? The top thing on the ticket? Yeah, like, like when you spend... I would say the venue, exactly. the reception... Venue sixteen thousand, band forty one hundred, rehearsal dinner seventeen hundred, ring sixty one hundred, photographer twenty seven hundred. Yeah, but I'm not buying the stupid ring, okay? Right. Well, I know, but at all. Here's some tips to, to cut down the cost. First of all, you want to cut down the. How guests. much for the photographer? Twenty seven hundred. Oh yeah. They say one way to cut down the cost is to skip a Saturday evening date. Try a non-traditional venue, like a restaurant or a vacation house or something like that. They say, forget the cake. The cake costs 500 Who's they? The, the people that did this study. And who are they? Uh, uh, <laughs> you're so prepared. Listen to me. The more tears, the more it costs, right? The cake you cut for pictures doesn't mean to feed all your guests anyway. So just get a little teeny cake and don't worry about it. You can cut down on invitation costs. Invitations cost $408. Go paperless. Email people something. And Guess how much the, a wedding case costs? Five forty. That's correct. You know, trimming your guest list by just twenty people can save you fifteen hundred dollars on food, alcohol. How about that? Yeah, I prefer bigger. I think bigger is better. Get married at the end of the off season, well, like right after Labor Day or something. And for, as far as flowers, get a wedding when the flowers are in bloom. That'll save you a bunch of money too. Okay. Right. Okay. So you know, where did you and Karen get married? In a big church, I guess. We got married in a church. And the reception was? 
at a venue called Celebrities. Yeah, baby. Because I was. Yes, you were. And I still am. Was it a Catholic church? I keep telling myself. No, it wasn't a Catholic church. It was just a non-denominal? Yeah. Claire and I got married at a place called John Bartram's Garden. And our guests were probably freaking out because to get there, they had to drive through like five blocks of inner city Philadelphia, all graffiti. And they're probably saying, what the hell are we going to? And all of a sudden, in the middle of all this urban blight, is this little oasis. And it's about five acres on the Schuylkill River. It was John Bartram's original home and guest house. He was the original botanist for the founding fathers. And Franklin and Jefferson and those guys would walk down there and sit on the edge of his house and talk about stuff. And uh, yeah. Inspired you. We actually got married. My wife's divorce attorney's husband was a Supreme Court judge. So she divorced him and he married us. How about that? You got married by a Supreme Court judge? Who's now been kicked out of office from this scandal. Who was the Supreme Court judge? The Pennsylvania, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Oh, okay. So yeah, I didn't want to say there was a, no, yeah. It was Claire's divorce attorney from her first marriage, her husband, who was a uh, Supreme Court judge, who's since been kicked out of office for a scandal. So So you got married at John Bartram's. Yeah, you should Google that. Garden. What did he garden? Ooch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, skunkweed, baby, skunkweed. I love my skunkweed. Tom and Mike. You know, we're lucky. You've been married for like a long time. I've been married a long time. And we love our mates very much, right? We do. But how do you tell if you're falling out of love or you're just in a slump? Do you know that? How do you tell? Well, here are some, here are some keys. They get on your nerves a lot. Can you check that? A lot is a subjective. Oh, oh. I don't want Karen to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Claire gets on my nerves like, once in a blue moon. The excitement is gone. No. You miss them when you're apart. Yes. Not sure about your future together. No. So you're no. answering for me. I like that. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> excitement is gone. Yes or no? No. You miss them less when you're apart. No. Not sure about your future together. Future? Future. <laughs> Look, I'm battling this chest cold for a week now. So you're not any better? Well, a little bit. I don't have a fever, but... Boy, when I wake up, I got tons of mucus, and so I'm drinking hot tea. They say drink hot stuff and, you know, steam yourself, so I'm trying to do that. You're steaming yourself right now? Well, you take a little bit of a pot, you put it on the oven, you turn it on. Everything comes down to pot again, doesn't it? And you let the steam waft over your sinuses and you inhale it. Okay. What do they call that? Pot vaping? Yeah. (laughs) I'd say we have a, a, a future. I hope so. And I'm not attracted to her anymore. That's not true. Right. And the number one reason people fall out of love, according to therapists, is they're human. Well, I'm guilty of that. And they, they say one way to stop it is to have, you, you got to improve, you know, you can't have lack of communication, you can't let boredom set in, and you can't hold on to a grudge, right? Correct. But the best feeling in the world isn't falling in love, it's finally falling out of love with someone who never loved you. you ever get that when you were younger? You had a crush on somebody, and then you realized that they didn't love you, and then it's over? Didn't you feel better? been a long time right and you weren't really in love to begin with you know here's another thing imagine if you fall in love with someone and then found out they clap on a plane lands isn't that something <laughs> wouldn't you like the that just sm- blows everything right out of the water yeah <laughs> tom and mike did you know this thomas the amount of people that get heartburn and acid reflux has doubled over the last decade in america now you suffer sometimes from acid reflux right yeah and i'm sometimes i suffer from heartburn <laughs> Rich food, alcohol, weight gain, stress causes all these things. 
and it's doubled, and uh, it's not something to take light at. Because no, it's not something to take lightly, but sometimes it can be comical. And if you ever want to know how much gas I have in my system, all you got to do is pull my finger. Do you ever do that? No, I don't want to pull your finger <laughs> because you know that skunk smell I have in my basement. Right. <laughs> you multiply that by a thousand. Anyway, I know you don't think that because you think it's roses. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, I'm telling you, I've been around you, sir. I know what it's like. So anyway, what I was going to say, the reflex thing can be comical. Right. Because? Thank you for asking. I thought you'd never ask or give me an opportunity to say, you know, certain things come back on you, right? Yep. So the other day, and it's the weirdest thing. You don't know what's going to come back on you. But the other day I took a cinnamon supplement, right? Yep. And about 10 minutes later, I'm coughing up cinnamon, but it's like a Cinnabon. It's a nice fragrant. It's a beautiful smell. There you go. But it's. You know, it's kind of nasty. What do you take cinnamon for? It's supposed to be good for your blood sugar. Wow. Yeah. You take a ton of supplements, don't you? No, I don't. Oh, I thought you did. No. Oh, it's my wife I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we have all this problem with our digestive system. Can you imagine what a third world child dying of hunger must think? So you're telling me that you can eat so much that it actually hurts? Come on. Those poor people, right? Eat until you hurt. That's right. You know, the only way I eat healthy these days is if I write healthy on the top of my cake while frosting it, baby. <laughs> oh, man. So you've been pretty good lately, right, with your, your eating? Yeah, I think so. Not had any problems since the cinnamon tablet. Well, I heard that your wife now, when she makes lasagna, did not give you heartburn. She mixes some Tums into it. It's a little chalky, but there it's you not go. bad. Tom and Mike. You're going to love this story. This is, comes from Dateline, Scotland. A man with a micro penis is divorcing and suing his wife because she's telling people that his small penis ruined the, their marriage. They never had premarital sex. Now you know why. And when she found out that he had a micro penis, it ruined her, you know, future with this guy. And she told people and it got public and now he's suing her. I thought size didn't matter. Isn't that what you told me? I never heard that term in my life micro penis it's a very small unit you know i always tell my women always check out the goods before signing a contract you've told me that too right no i wouldn't tell you that i would say go into it completely blindly i'd say do your best stevie wonder and hope for the best right why isn't this guy just buy a big ass truck like i did a, a, a big what a big ass truck you know how people overcompensate you to get a sports car right or some big manly truck right 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 oh oh it's your penis extender yeah. okay i guess this it. poor guy doesn't have a third leg to stand on does he thomas not a third leg to stand on no <laughs> tom and mike so a guy is in tulsa oklahoma it's 3 a.m he takes his truck and he crashes into an adult novelty store. And after he goes through the glass doors at the front, he steals $400 worth of sex toys. Now, police say they're looking for a, a man who's armed and extremely horny. They're calling this a panty raid. Do you, would you call it a panty raid? raid. <laughs> you know, my sex life doesn't need a novelty store. If I get any sex, that's a novelty right there, pal. You know what a I'm saying? A novelty right there. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Have you ever had to visit a novelty store in your life? Only if I'm crashing my truck through the front door. <laughs> No, I've never done that. You mean this place like a is, sex toy place? This place was called Hustler Hollywood in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm sure it's got some really nice people that frequent that place. I'm sure truckers frequent that place. If they ever catch this guy, the judge, <laughs> people don't want the judge to be soft on him. Tom and Mike. For some reason, a 1971 Playboy interview came out that John Wayne gave Playboy 
and it went viral. That does not make any sense whatsoever. What does make any sense? What you just said. John Wayne gave an interview to Playboy in 1971, okay? okay? And for some reason, somebody got a hold of it. I guess people have forgotten about it, and it's gone viral. And it's all over the internet, and people are reading it again. And this guy was some racist homophobe. I mean, you can't believe this thing, with some of the things he says in it. I'm serious. You should get on the internet and read this thing. He was an American hero. Yeah, bull. You know what? He got out like five deference like our president to get out of going to the... You think of this guy as this big GI supporter. Maybe he was a supporter, but when it's his turn to serve, he got out of it. And he was a racist homophobe. Read this thing, Thomas. It's out there in Google land. Just Google Google John Wayne Playboy interview and it'll pop up. Well, that's sad. Right? The people you think were your heroes were really not so great. I bet he wouldn't even be brave enough to go down there and get that skunk in your thing. Oh, you're just... Tore up something. What was that? It was my notes from our little. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next time we meet, I want to hear the skunk update, okay? Skunk update next Uh, time we meet. Yep. I hope I don't find one. (laughs) Tom and Mike.